it is week 15 of Talking Shit. It's playoff edition. It's the Christmas time, so I thought I'd be nice and uh, and give you a break on the insults. But then I remembered I fucking hate you all. I want to look you all in the eyes and tell you what cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed, sack of monkey shit you are. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the intro? Hello? Hi, do you want to go to a party with me? No, the game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. We like sports and so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Now when I say sports, you say nuts. Sports, nuts, sports, nuts. I'm team captain and I choose you. I'm the other team captain and I choose you too. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Now toss me the big skin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. Very nicely put, Ross. Um, what a way to roll into a holiday season. Uh, the last talking shit podcast before Christmas. And that certainly put me into the spirit. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. The, the spirit of forgiving those who have beaten us this season. And uh, it looks like you're going to end up beating me. Um, looks like Craig's going to be moving on. Who gives a shit about Dave and Matt? Fuck that. And then we've got our shit bowl. Shit Match bowl? between the Alexanders. But before we recap all those, let's find out who we have in studs and duds this week. Studs and duds. Go ahead. So, my stud is going to come from that before-mentioned shit bowl, and I am going to go with the special team positions of Kevin Alexander. He had the Steelers' defense, special teams, and the Steelers' kicker, Chris Boswell, who combined scored 34 points. And as it stands right now, that is good for over a third of his entire team's points. And it may be just enough to squeeze out a shitbowl victory, preventing him from taking home the toilet. Maybe. In progress. Maybe. Yeah, it, it's a possibility, but still a, over a third of the points coming from those special teams positions of the Steelers. By kickers. And defenses, apparently. And defenses. God damn it. That was a lot of points. Studs. That might be In like, an otherwise crap game. That could be a large chunk of Kevin's entire season, to be honest. All right, my stud. I'm going with Mark Andrews for Wad's team. Uh, he scored 31.6 points. He had 10 receptions for 136 yards and two touchdowns. So, uh, you know, that's that's... A nice chunkage, as we as we said, we'll we'll preview this. It may not be enough for for Kyle to pull out over over Craig, but uh, at least he had somebody who was pulling their weight. Yeah, it's it's not looking like it's going to be enough for him, but it's certainly an impressive day, especially at that tight end position, over thirty points. Yeah, and uh, 
I also had, you know, Kelsey as an honor, honorable mention, 37.1 points. The only reason he didn't make it was he was starting for Dan, who wasn't even in a matchup this week. So and now he's got COVID. Big uh, tight end week. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see if he well, even plays next I, week. I, I, I have a hard loss. time even, even following who's in protocols for actually testing positive or close contact are we not doing close contact are we just pretending it doesn't exist i just i'm so lost on on what the end we're looking the other way doing we're looking the other way fine yep don't ask don't tell well that's 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 something different so duds who who'd you got for a dud dud uh you you just mentioned mark andrews in that kyle versus craig matchup i'm gonna give you a dud from that matchup that would be Jamar Chase on Craig's team. Yeah. There's a wide receiver who has ranked as the number six wide receiver in fantasy this year. He averages 14.7 points. That's pretty good. However, this week, he brought in one reception for three yards, a total of 0.8 points. That's going to sink your your average. It's certainly going to sink the average there. Uh, The... The thing it's not going to sink is it doesn't look like it's going to sink Craig's season. So he got lucky there because some of his other players have certainly stepped up to the playoff... uh, Plate. Plate, yeah. Playoff plate. Uh, And and pulled in some big points for him. So Jamar Chase's dud does not look like it's going to be too painful for him. Who you got? I got got Amari Cooper for... uh, Whose team is that? Who's... Oh, some some asshole. Oh, oh, Don Johnson's team. Oh, yep, yep, oh, some asshole. Only one point eight points, uh, two receptions for eight yards on five targets. So against the Giants, just yeah, the Giants. You, you were you were expecting damn Giants. You were expecting. I, I I guess that division's always uh always played tough though. I guess. Uh, but and, I mean the thing is, Cooper hasn't played great for me down the stretch, but I still expect more than one point eight points. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I'm liking to see that. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, I'll, again, we we never go one studs or duds episode without me tooting my own horn. So, uh, honorable mention, Ryan Suckup, you son of a bitch, negative one points. And I will just add, you were a last-minute add to avoid the possibility of a canceled uh, Raiders game. Raiders. So, uh I swapped you out at the last second, and you boned me, you dick. It's an 11-point swing right there, because uh, Carlson ended up with 10. Yes, I, 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 I was you know, we, well aware. We often, talk about, we often talk about the importance of having a good kicker. I had the good kicker and didn't start him. Yeah. I got, um, I got, I got, I, I got a scurred. I, I guess, again, fortunately for you, it looks like that dud of a performance is not going to hurt you in the long run. Hopefully because, not. Uh, I've got some other duds on my team. DK Metcalf at this point, uh, 5.2 points. Najee Harris, 3.6. Hunter Renfro, 6.2. So DK Metcalf still has a whole quarter plus to to redeem himself. Like we said, he is a big play. He still needs about 20 points. He is a a big play candidate. So you can can easily get a, a... 16 of those points on one single large chunkage play. Well, if he's the big play guy, he better start racking in more uh, than what he's doing right now because this 4 for 32 is not proving to be big play worthy. Yeah, but what, three of those are in the second half. So the second half, uh, they're they're kind of feeding them. 
You can you can down talk your team all you want, Ross. It's looking pretty good for you. Well, so, so why don't why don't we just start there then? Yes, I was so, just going to uh, suggest that. Um, we, we I mean we just went over all the duds of my team: Najee Harris, Amari Cooper, Hunter Renfro, DK Metcalf. At this point, all very unimpressive. Kyler Murray unimpressive for me. I mean, going out uh, against the Detroit Lions. Here's a guy uh, and a team, the Cardinals, who should have destroyed the Lions, and they did nothing. Murray threw 257 yards and a touchdown. He also had an interception against the Detroit Lions in a loss to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Uh, that's that's ugly. And the Detroit Lions now are... uh... Got a little bit of a, a win streak going. Who would have thought? Two wins on the season. Watch out. Watch out. I'm pretty sure uh, that uh, that playoff bound scenario has already played out, and there's no chance. But no. Look at that. But on look the that. on the other side of the the ball, uh, we have we have your team here, Ross. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, who He's, looked like this, not a bust, but not a great day until until uh, that he, final. He put a nail possession. in the Patriot coffin. Yeah. Um, but but there's a guy. He's looking like not only a fantasy MVP, but a a season NFL MVP. The way he's running. And uh, I knew it the whole time. Yeah, there's whole time. I, I'm I'm pretty sure we have some audio from no, the first one through four weeks uh, of this podcast no, th- where you say not at all. I, I weekly. I don't like my team. I did not say on the first week that I hated my draft, and I did not say on week two that I didn't like my running back. So. Let's just uh, let's just move on. Um, yeah, right. but part of half half of that uh, drafted running backs is still fucking me over with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who really isn't even my starter because I had moved on to uh, Mitchell, who uh, who's been injured. But uh, so he was out for me this week, so I had to put Alaire in, who got me eight points, but that's not great. Um, yeah, and uh, you know. Not good going into your your first playoff match, and I just made a lot of the wrong choices. Um, I got like I already said the uh, the potential for a Raiders canceled game made me switch out kickers. That like you said made a negative eleven point swing for me there. And on the alternative end, I picked up uh, Russell Gage um, with the intention of starting him over McLaurin because of my concerns of a a potential uh cancellation of this game and b not having a starting quarterback that was on their roster seven yeah. days ago um he was on the patriots practice squad and i uh ooh, that was a deep ball to mclaurin that just got into blocked. double coverage triple coverage i think um yeah so Yuck. um i i got cold feet on that one and didn't pull the trigger and Gage went off for 19 points, and McLaurin sitting at 6.1, which 6.1 is more than I expected out of this game, to be honest. So uh, I guess I have to be happy with that. Um, yeah, oh. unfortunately, I made a lot of poor decisions. Hopefully, it doesn't uh, doesn't doom me. It, it, it looks like you're going to be okay. I mean, you keep, you keep mentioning the fact DK Metcalf can go off for big yards. It could swing things, but I'm, I'm not feeling overly confident uh, with DK Metcalf's ability to do that given that the last time he had a uh, double-digit fantasy points game was Week 8 versus Jacksonville. His high since then has been 8.5 points. So, not looking great for me. It's looking like you're moving on. 
looks like you'll be the victor in this matchup, and it looks like the victor in our other matchup that is in the playoff picture right now will be Craig over yes. Kyle. So let's move over to that game now. Yeah, uh, and I right before we started recording, I uh, I saw that Cooper Cup had a, a big touchdown. So um, at that point, it put Craig, uh, I want to say like 15 points over. Yeah, he, he's over roughly 15 points ahead right Kyle. now. And uh, um, so, so Kyle still has the Philly D remaining. Um, and as we said, Craig's got Cooper Cup, but also uh, the kicker, um, Gay, who's already got six points as well. Uh, so looks like it's fairly much in the bag. I, I don't I don't see uh, enough missed field goals or fumbles by Cup and Gay to. No, I mean the Eagles would. Re- what the Eagles need to do is they need to intercept the ball twice, four touchdowns. Yeah, it's uh, and, and there's just there seems to be too much going against that. Um, so uh, both had had good quarterback play. You also, know. a little fun fact: you just mentioned Cooper Cup with his touchdown. I just got a notification here: Cooper Cup has passed Isaac Bruce for the most receptions in franchise history for that Rams team. Well, it has nothing, no implication on fantasy. Just a no. fun fact that just came through. Well, uh, and that concludes the fun fact portion of our podcast. Yes, it does. Uh, uh, I've, I've got no more fun facts, but yeah. So, so, uh, like I said, good QB play across thirty-one points for yep. Aaron Rodgers for Kyle, forty-one for uh, Craig with Pat Mahomes. So, he got which the it was not looking there. that way. No, three quarters through that game, it was not. Um, uh, he really turned it on at that point and uh, really kind of sealed the game. I know uh, Kyle petitioned for because of COVID protocols and everything else, a disqualification of all Thursday scores. Uh, that did not happen, and it looks like it's going to bring Craig the victory, uh, moving him on. And if those results were to stand with Craig taking that victory and you taking the victory, that means next week we would have matchups between yourself mm-hmm. and Josh. Who just thoroughly kicked my ass last week. And then Craig and Dan. So that that's what we have to look forward to next week, uh, if these results hold, uh, which I mean, they're, I mean they're looking like they're going to. Also going this week, however, we do have uh, Dave and Matt. Who gives a fuck? Uh, that game meant nothing. Game. Unless I I don't know. If, I I had asked. I, I don't know if anyone made a a side bet on that. Uh, well, I'm going to I guess no. Seeing Dave left Dave his did defense not, empty. Yeah, started D. Uh, so I'm going to guess they didn't end up making a side wager there uh, to add a little bit of interest to that matchup. Uh, so who gives a fuck there? That's done. So the last matchup that is currently running is everyone's favorite matchup of the year. Do you know what that'd be, Ross? Um, the Ship Bowl? Absolutely. And boy, did it deliver this year. We yeah. have two teams. Family Affair. Brian Alexander. Kevin Alexander. The number nine seed and number ten seed, both currently projected to score under ninety points. Both teams. Both teams. Both teams under ninety points. Well, I guess there is a reason they uh, they're in the shit bowl. There absolutely is, and Brian right now has Antonio Gibson, um, which every time I look up, it seems like he's getting tackled for a loss. So that's certainly not going to help his his comeback hopes. Uh, Kevin's got. Everett going for Seattle. He's up to eight points, giving him a 90% chance of winning at this moment. Caveat, we don't trust projections at all. No, we don't. But I I do see projection totals 
under 90 points for both of these teams. Yuck. Yuck. Yep. That is a, a big bucket of yuck. Um, yeah. We, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins only 10.5 points is killing just killing just started that mac jones yeah mac jones had had 20 so uh also brian what the fuck are you doing with Taysom hill on your bench what is he doing on your roster um i mean i know he's a starting quarterback for the saints and typically have a good offense but it's Taysom hill i was looking at that going huh tyreek hill only had eight points <laughs> <laughs> but well, it's because it, it is in the New Orleans Tampa Bay uh, game, so uh, you know I'm, I'm off by you know not Kansas City, but I was looking at it quick. Um, that makes more sense. Yeah, why 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 the fuck is he on there? Just just quickly speaking of Tyreek Hill, uh, he entered the COVID close contact uh, protocol today with the other well. half of Kansas City. Yes, so there's another one that could uh, be riding a bench. Um. But yeah, I mean this this matchup is is projected to just be god awful across the board. Yeah, and um, you you said it in your studs. Uh, so far, it looks like this matchup has been made by by Brian's defense special teams kicker combo. That would be Kevin's. Kevin's. I'm defense, sorry. Did I say Brian? Special team. You did. They're all it's, just. I know, they're it's, all it's just tough. fucking it's, Alexanders. It's, it's a shitty Alexander team. What's the difference? You know, trade one for another. This is a matchup with a combined five wins between the two of them all season long. Uh, in another twenty-three combined losses. Whoosh. Um, not great statistics there. There's nothing else to say. This garbage. Yep. Shit. The loser of this matchup has what they have coming to them. A bowl full of shit. Yep. You know, and typically right here we would re- we would uh, start to look forward to some some matchups and, and see what we have on the horizon uh, for next week. However, because there's no set matchups yet, we can't actually preview anything. Um, all we know is, as we had just mentioned, we're looking at the very real possibility that it'll be you and Josh, Craig and Dan moving on in those playoff matches. But uh, as we said, we're not quite sure where that could land yet. Yes. So. And hopefully, I really hope I'm pulling out my one win against you this season. You got me twice. I was due. So let's, 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 I'm hoping well, I, looks like, I finish it off. Looks like you're going to get it when it counts. So I, I think uh, before we waste anyone, uh, anyone's time here, we know you guys have a lot to do. This is uh, the week of Christmas. We're only a few days away. So stop listening to our nonsense. Go wrap those goddamn presents, bake some cookies, get that hot cocoa ready, and watch a nice, family-friendly Christmas movie. Or Tuesday Night Football. Yeah. They won't be Perfectly. listening to this until tomorrow, but you know what I mean. Isolate from your wives as much as possible. Yes. We interrupt the very ending of our podcast for a very special news bulletin. Very important. Breaking news. Breaking, breaking, this breaking. This just in. Congratulations to Brian. You are the shittiest of all the shitheads. You lose. Loser. Both these teams just finished with under 90 points. In their most important game of the season. Final score, Kevin, 86.8. His brother, Brian, finishes with 82.38. A pathetic performance by both, but in the end, Brian, you're the one that fucked up the most often in the regular season. You fucked up here in the playoffs. You're done for. 
You're a loser. Fuck off. Bitch. This calls for a victory tour. Chipoopy, chipoopy, chipoopy. The girl who's hard to get. Chipoopy, chipoopy, chipoopy. Like you can't win her yet. Right. I made a touchdown.